Good morning, everybody. And Joe was saying about the last two songs being his favourite, and actually the scripture that he shared, Psalm 139, is my favourite. And when I was first saved, I read it and read it and read it daily until it really sunk in. It's an amazing psalm. And like Joe said, this is the last week in our series of looking at being saved. And it is really the most amazing thing, isn't it? That Jesus should choose to die for us. You know, people that just mess up and make loads of mistakes so that we could be saved. He chose to hang on that cross. And, you know, I don't know about you, but for most of my life, I knew there was a God. I believed there was a God. At school, we were taught many of the stories of Jesus. We used to sing songs in assembly. And um, I learned about him dying on the cross, but I never knew about being saved. I just knew there was Jesus. I knew there was God, but it didn't have any more meaning to me than that. And David spoke last week about being saved from our sins and having a life, a changed life as a child of God. And I remember a time vividly when I was searching. I didn't really know what I was searching for, but I knew things weren't right. There was something inside that just wasn't right. And I wasn't feeling good either. And I remember being on holiday and chatting with somebody. And the words they said to me hit me so hard. They said, where do you think you'll go when you die? Will you go to heaven or to hell? And they never said anything else. The conversation changed. And I kind of thought, well, I'll go to heaven. But when I got back to my room that night, I thought maybe I need to check up on this. And I did an internet search and I I read through everything and I was like, wow, hold on a minute. This person, Jesus, is about salvation. I just couldn't believe it. And when I got home, I searched for a church. I knew that I needed to come to a church to find out more what it was all about. And I stepped into this church and I attended an Alpha course and I accepted Jesus into my life and my life was changed. But sometimes I think, had that person never been quite so honest, you know, I guess God would have found another way, but it really impacted me hugely I was forgiven I was saved and you know God's desire is that every single person will come to know him that we'll all get to that point when we realize that we we're not good enough on our own that we need him to help us in our life to guide us to lead us but you know the most amazing thing is we're saved but there's so much more for us We're not just saved for heaven. We're saved for so much more whilst we're here on this earth. I read a quote the other day and it said, we are good to go. Good to go. When we know Jesus, good to go. And what does that mean for us? What does it mean that we are good to go? Well, I guess it means we have so much on offer to us. We're good to go because we have Jesus walking with us every day. Somebody we can pray to. We can read his word. 
we can learn. He can guide us, lead us, and help us to live better lives than what we would choose to live before we knew Jesus. But there's so much more. We don't only have that counsellor, that, that amazing person walking with us and helping us through life. We're also saved for service, to serve him. You know, Jesus could do everything on his own. He doesn't need us, but he chooses to use us. And when he ascended to heaven to sit at the side of God, he left us on the earth to be his hands and feet. To do the things that he would choose us to do. And when we choose to serve God, not only does he bless the people around us, he also blesses us. And also it's a command in the Bible. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Saved for service on this earth. God has a calling for each one of us. You know, we're not in this church by accident. We just didn't suddenly wake up this morning and walk here. And it was just coincidence. God had a plan for us. And having a part to play in God's kingdom is not just for those we might call leaders, pastors, church leaders, ministry heads. But it's for every single one of us in our workplaces, in our schools, in our colleges, with our friends, with our families, are all places where God works, not just here on a Sunday. Being part of God's team is not just once a week. It's a 24-7 thing in our lives, in the place that God has placed us right now. You know, and maybe we're sitting here and we've heard this sermon or not exactly this sermon, but a sermon like this many, many times. But I think the reason is that God wants to continually remind us, to remind us that actually we're here for a purpose. And if we don't fulfill our purpose, then somebody else is going to be missing out. It's not just about receiving, sitting and listening, and other people doing everything. It's about us giving and sharing and doing, because Jesus so loved us that we want to give back. You know, and God has blessed me so much in the time that I've been a Christian. Firstly, with children's work, and more recently with working with the over 55s. And God has blessed me so much, so much, I just can't explain. Yes, it takes time, but it's something I love doing. It's amazing. And right now, my ministry work and my work with my business work blends together so amazingly in God's plan you know and we're currently working on a dance show with my older people and um and it's fantastic but the other day one of the ladies she volunteered to make the costumes she said I'll make the costumes for you and I was like, oh yeah great well I wasn't quite expecting what she was going to come 
and turn up to the dance school with. She came with these meticulously made costumes. And not only the costumes, but she'd added accessories. She'd gone out and bought all the bits and she'd made them. They look completely professionally made. They were amazing. All individually labelled and exactly the right size. I was totally blown away. And I was really appreciative and said to her, and she looked at me like, what? What are you talking about? And I just said, well, it just means so much what you've done. And she said to me this, and I'm going to read her exact words. I don't have the confidence to talk to people anymore or to make friends. But making the costumes has made me feel I was making a positive contribution to the group. And the group means so much to me. And listen to this. I feel I have a place where I fit in and I can do my little bit. This lady who felt she had nothing else to give found a place where she could fit in and do her little bit. And she just spent so much time and attention to detail. And she just felt so blessed doing it. And so did everybody else in the group. I want to say that sentence again, you know. I feel I have a place where I fit in. I can do my little bit. I know that's us this morning. So let us really sink into our hearts. That God has got a place where we fit in. We're doing our little bit. Not only will impact us and make us feel special, but every single person here, all the people in our community around us and our family and our friends. So amazing. You know, and I don't know what our opinion is of our leaders here or who our favorite one is. But did you know their main roles is to enable us, enable us to be all we can be? They're not here to do all the work and us sit and receive. Our lovely leaders are here to enable us. In Ephesians 4.11, it says, Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Saved for eternity, but also saved for service. And God's plan was to give us people around us, to help us, to equip us, and to enable us to really reach that potential. To grow and mature and serve in the place that God has placed us right now. All of us actively serving as part of God's big plan. The best body of people that we could possibly be to serve God's kingdom. You know, Joe spoke about God being the firm foundation. God stays the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. He's always there for us. The world around us changes. Our lives change. People change. We age. 
our work can change. New people come along. People with new ministries. Young people. Church changes, but the message stays the same. But we need people to rise up, to step forward, to be the people that God wants them to be. People with fresh ideas, exciting ideas, new things, to build on what we've already got here, to reach out to people in a forever changing world, but with the same message that Jesus saves. God chose each one of us to be part of one church, to fulfill our role. And he's given us all gifts that we can be an active part, not just sitting and listening, but doing, giving and receiving in return. You know, the lady in my dance class gave out of a heart of gratitude. She'd found a special place where she fitted in. And when we serve Jesus, we give out of that heart too. Because we know we've found something really special. And nothing can take that place. And we give out of sheer love for that. And the most amazing thing is, whether we're sitting here or we're at home, we are all good to go when we know Jesus in our heart. Equipped to serve him whether we're a new Christian, a mature Christian, young or old, we all have a gift inside us that God can use. And David said last week, he felt early on that he was going to be a pastor. But it took a while for it to happen. I was told early in my Christian walk that I would preach, but it didn't happen instantly. There are some things we need to do for Jesus that take a time We have to grow. We have to learn. It would be wrong for us to step into those roles. But there are other things that we can do immediately. We don't have to wait until we're a bit more mature. God has a place for us right now in whatever, however new we are or however experienced we are. My first year as a Christian, I did loads. I went on a mission trip to Burma. I served in the kids team and I learned so much. It was an amazing first year. And we all have different gifts, different passions, something that really, when we wake up in the morning, we we love to do. And God wants to harness those and use them to serve him. And many, many times, the things we do in our normal job, our everyday life, will, will blend into the things that God's got for us in his name. In May, there's a special day. Obviously, the Saturday is the coronation, but the Monday is another special day. It's a big community day. It's called the Big Help Out. And I was reading about it, and I was thinking, church should be a big help out every day. It shouldn't be confined to Monday, May the 8th. It should be every day, because that's what church is. Church is God's big help out serving each other and serving one another. You know, we are never too young. We are never too old to do things for God. The things we do may change. God may move us into new ministries. God moved me from kids' work to my over-55s. 
God is full of surprises. I never believed he would do that, but it's been an amazing thing. And maybe as we, we kind of close today, I really think it would be good for us to open our hearts for what God's got for us, whether it's something new, whether it's something maybe we've, we've not been so active in recently, or maybe we're new to this church and we're really keen to get involved, Some, doing something maybe for the first time. And every now and again, we have a, a, a sign-up Sunday. But that doesn't mean that's the only time when you can step forward to do things. Like I said earlier, God has given us leaders to help us. And whatever day it is, whenever you would feel you want to step forward into a ministry, they'd be more than happy to talk with you. You to find out what things there are, what groups you could get involved in. Or ideas, ideas that you may have. You know, I can't believe how many doors have been opened in my life in the last 18 months. Because I just said to Katie, can I help with the older people? That's all I said. I didn't do anything else and God just opened the doors. And God can do that in everybody's life. Because that's his heart. He wants us all involved. We're saved. Saved for an amazing relationship with God. Saved from our sins. We're saved for eternity. And we're saved to serve other people around us. To do our little bit. To find that little place where we fit in. Whatever that might be. We are good to go. Because God empowers us to do all these things in his name. To go and fulfill that command that Jesus gave us to make disciples. So I feel that God has got a little question for us. Where or what will each of us do? Will we grow in what we already do? Will we step forward into something brand new? Will we serve for the first time? Or will we seek God for direction, for fresh opportunities? And it all sounds really exciting, doesn't it? But it does rely on us to take that step forward and say, here I am, God. Use me. God has so much for us. So, so much for us. We don't deserve it. But God loves us so much. So this morning, as we seek God more, as we move out into our communities for the rest of this week, as we finish our service, let's give our hearts to God and allow him to use us. saved people, saved from sin, saved for eternity, saved for service. Without the S-A-S, with the S-E-S, sin, eternity, service, because that's God's desire for our lives.